Welcome uh, to the Safe Word Podcast. Uh, I brought my good friend Chris Tellez into the show today, and uh, we are comparing our urine samples, and I clearly need to see a doctor. Yeah. Like, what What have I been eating? Yeah, I know. Mine was a perfect yellow. That's the classic. (laughs) They call me classic piss. Have you ever had a a urination that actually... the color change of it was so extreme that you thought that you might have some sort of permanent uh, kidney damage from a uh, wild night out here in Austin? No. uh, Well, I've had like, (laughs) where you're just like, it's yellow, but it looks like it really wanted to be red. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm good. We'll Uh, call that happy brown. Yeah, happy brown. I I call that sunset yellow. Yeah. (laughs) But I know there was this, uh, so in 2020, I found out I was diabetic. And before I knew it, I remember I was at work and I was pissing and... um, like foam was in there or like froth froth and Guinness and and like I don't care so much about piss that I even thought about it I was like huh and I went to go wash my hands and this guy who worked with me came in right after and went to the (gasps) urinal and he went whoa who peed in here that's a lot of foam and I was like I don't know (laughs) now was he a physician or just some asshole in the at the job he was just some asshole at the job yeah. he just he's the one who made me realize oh maybe i should be concerned about there it says it's the only thing i can find to cover up the dump i took in there <laughs> you know what i mean and then, i wish i thought of that i think i told him i had just drank too much root beer the night before <laughs> that is uh if anybody's ever had to share a public restroom with me uh that a lot of people would describe that as their version of saw Oh yeah, that's scary shit. If and I, you kind of do look like the guy from Saw. I get it. I get it a lot. Any uh, popular horror movie characters? Uh, I also get um, corpse. Yeah, corpse. Dead body. This guy looks like a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look like you could be the son or the grandson from the guy from Saw. What's when his I, name? <laughs> uh, when I lived in Los Angeles, they they had uh, some fallen trees through some uh, weather that they were having in uh, in L.A. And uh, they had taped it off. It wasn't police tape, but it was yellow tape, and it looked a lot like it. Uh-huh. And uh, it was at the bottom of Runyon Canyon. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what Runyon Canyon is, but it is, it's a, a labyrinth of uh, selfies and uh, people in the most uh, fashionable fitness equipment weirdos it's a public path that yeah. you can actually go up and see the city and uh also the hollywood signs from like dope houses that sounds cool i wish i had like if i was hot and in fit clothes and but and everyone's active, lying. it sounds the spot but everybody's you you're 90 percent of the people are lying oh, okay so you can go up and go i'm doing movies <laughs> i'm in a movie 
Like, actually, was it uh, saw? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a. Uh, um, yes. I would lay, take off my shirt and lay face down in the grass around the police tape. So people were coming down like to uh, see the dead body. That is something you would do it's easy. Fun. And like you told me earlier before we started, you were like, dude, I am a freak. I've done freaky stuff. And that sounds freaky deaky. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's fun. It's fun. I think I've slowed down in uh, alcohol. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. That was like Okay, fire. so you were drunk doing these things. That makes sense. But not, for some reason, I assumed them. you sober and bored oh, just sober. to freak people out. Yeah, completely. That's yeah. <laughs> I, I can't really... It's a, I have to work myself into a frenzy just to go out in the daytime. Yeah. Because um, if I'm in public places, I have really no respect for uh, other people's tranquility. So when your people watching out there, it just kind of pisses you off. No, I, there's some people that do rub me the wrong way, but then I'm like, why does that person anger me? It's probably because something I potentially might hate about myself. Yeah. Like well, I see fat people sweating. Mm -hmm. in austin you just want to strangle them i want to strangle them like yeah. what did you think was going to happen yeah you're 380 and you're yeah. 17 years old yeah you need to be in the hospital i know like once i lost a ton of weight back in 2020 side note i've gained almost half back but still when i got to my lightest yeah. i was like what i see people and i'm like you have no idea how much you could flip your life over if you just do the work it's worth it you know and darian yeah he's doing great Dude, that, Proud of that he dude. said he lost like over 150 pounds or something. Dude, I could see it. Like, I, I'm always seeing him. He's looking great. And I, I actually stopped him last night to tell him, dude, I'm proud of you. Because yeah. when, when I lost like 90 pounds, it's, and I got to my last It's like, unfortunate that he's taking better care of himself, but he's still a shithead. Man, thankfully. But see, <laughs> that's the thing. I was probably a bigger shithead when I lost my weight. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I got down to my lowest and I was just happy as fuck, I didn't realize how happy I was going to be. It just, the depression just evaporated once I took care of my body. And I saw him last night and I feel like he's getting there. But if well, he's, he's not, a baby I'll update on the way. You. Yeah, I was like, he probably wants to live to see that yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. That's why I never had kids. I've never wanted to be in a position that I thought I should live longer than I wanted to because yeah. of somebody else's feelings. Yeah, I just, I feel that. I, I never even thought about having kids, and I got older, and then I just partied probably too hard, and then you become old, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I just forgot to get married and have kids. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm fine with it. One of my greatest achievements over COVID was being wifeless and childless. Yeah, yeah. I had a great time. Well, yeah, did you have a dog during COVID? No, I didn't have anything. You got to fuck something. I was living in L.A. Tell me about how many jar dogs got peanut butter poisoning over covid oh yeah no i don't spoil her like that no she don't deserve no peanut butter it's what you, just what dry bacon <laughs> just taint just paint <laughs> we use paint <laughs> you run on the spot for 20 minutes yeah, to yeah. get a salt built up yeah exactly. so there's no shame in it i ain't got no peanut butter money hey dude they uh <laughs> you know up until a short time ago you could Go to Denmark and have sex with a variety of animals. I know. <laughs> Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> Love Denmark. Denmark's great. <laughs> but they shut it down, though. I don't know. I'm sure oh, there's yeah. some functioning places, but, you know, who's your dog going to tell anyway? You don't have to go to Denmark. No. <laughs> no. You gotta, this is uh, what people will remember me by now. It's a Mad Max looking dog. Oh, yeah? Haven't seen the dogs on Mad Max, but I assume no. they're pretty fucked up. No, no, no. There's a cool dog. Oh, okay. In the first Mad Max, 
Uh, the first uh, movie was Mad Max with um, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, the Mel Gibson ones. I ran into him after his little fiasco at the Equinox in mm-hmm. uh, in L.A. Yeah. And the weird part is, is I was uh, dating a black girl at the time, and he was fucking weird. hitting on her right after the in bomb incident. The disrespect. I was like, fuck. He has your you brain all twisted. You are a movie star. <laughs> you are a movie star. It is wild. Did uh, wild. she go out with Mel Gibson after that? No, she. Oh. I should have cut when uh, that happened. I should have got out then. I encouraged her out. to go with Mel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Use that as a networking device. I should have pawned her off. I ran from that woman on foot. Yeah. She slashed her face uh, with her keys at my front door. One what the night. hell? All right, yeah. let's get into that. Uh, oh. With her, with her keys. Yeah, she, she, she was. Um, when her oh, face dude. fell off, was it like she's a robot? Have you not had an angry woman show up at your door? <laughs> oh, I've had just angry women. Yeah, but not, yeah, yeah, definitely. But no, I've had nobody cut their face open with a key. <sighs> You got me beat there. Uh, I'll tell you the (laughs) funny one. I never turned this into a joke, but it really did happen. It was this girl I was dating years ago when I moved here. And we got in a dumb argument. And it was like a, uh, yeah, I remember just getting into our apartment. And she goes in first. And we've never fought to the point where we were ever violent. or Even our fight, I didn't think was that bad. We were just more annoying each other. Yeah. So... Uh, I come in and right when I shut the door I turn around and she just punches me in the balls like really fucking hard drunk no I mean she probably had a little buzz but not drunk enough for that yeah yeah but she was crazy you know and and I don't mean how old was this woman uh, she was probably like 24, 25 yeah Yeah, I was probably like 28 or 29 there's a bunch of people just rolling their eyes going what do you do everyone gets punched in the balls from a 23 year old woman you know how you're crazy when I was on my knees in pain and I was looking at her and she was just standing above me kind of laughing eyes watering yeah laughing and I was like so mad at her caveman but I kind of dug her I kind of dug it no you stayed yeah, dude, we ended up hooking up like once my ball stopped uh, hurting so bad. I was like, how did she? She's the one who was like apologizing to me and then she manipulated it into sleeping with me. And I was cool with it because I'm a dumb idiot guy. Was she physical <laughs> with the sex? Was Would she yeah. punch you in the mouth when you guys were fucking? No, no, no. Didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> but but it was, was pretty normal. Well, that's why the ball punch was so surprising because I felt like we were both crazy. We both party and yeah. uh, all the, the sex I felt was i felt was fun but yeah. then uh the sock to the it, i feel like she always said the crazy shit that eventually led to this she telegraph it yeah all? that's the only time she ever let, hit me you know i remember i had, I had a buddy as i got older in my 30s he was complaining about a car ride him and a girlfriend had where she just like got upset and gave him like a pat on the chest like dude you know and he was telling me like i don't know and i was like dude i had a girl punch me in the dick and i never once thought like you know she hurt me i should make a post about this uh, but he's probably normal and i'm dumb for that like, you know what it is what is it your dick was ruining her fucking life probably she thought you were a great guy but the cock mm-hmm. she hated i don't know it. what you guys were oh she did <laughs> i'm just joking <laughs> i was like see no that's where i know you're wrong because countless times she told me how much she hate my dick <laughs> <laughs> did she when you were sleeping did she draw penises on your penis <laughs> <laughs> i don't think she could find a marker that small <laughs> just kidding or am I? I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of small cocks, mm-hmm. uh, the G.H.G. Allen biopic is 
uh, being filmed. That's the, if you correct me, correct me, that's the guy who used to eat his own shit on stage, Whoa. and now he's a punk legend, right? Whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. He never, I'm more of a Hooba Stank guy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to dudes like that. Oh, I was trying to think another shit band. I people was, love G.G. Allen. I've fought a lot of people who like G.G. Allen just to be a dick, you know, because I know how much people who love G.G. Allen, and I, I know who he is, I just never got into it, but I'm like, that's an easy one to piss fans off about, because they know... That guy eats his own dump. Well, this is there's a great photo you know it. <laughs> of uh, Marilyn Manson and then a picture of Gigi Allen. Marilyn Manson says, I've done a lot of weird shit on stage. Mm. And then Gigi Allen says, well, what are you saying? <laughs> like, yeah, well, that's not fair. <laughs> like, But that's that's the most... Everybody's... There's been a lot of crazy people there, but he's the, slight, he wasn't, the craziest. wasn't drawing swastikas on his face or he wasn't or no he no right. he he was it was a nail bomb man yeah it was well, a, a nail, nail bomb. bomb man nail bomb nail bomb yeah <laughs> what is that is that one of his bands or albums no or no some shit? Th there is a band called nail bomb uh <laughs> called it. it's like a bomb but they tie sharp pieces of metal that's, a, glue it all that's together. what i thought it was i just couldn't believe it he did that on stage Dude, no 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 but he would <laughs> knock chicks out with, with shit all over his face, and he was—he's the smallest dick in show business. Why is he not retroactively go, getting canceled? Why is he's dead? Said, I know, but still, <laughs> that was—that was the beauty of pre-cell phones, the VHS tape years, where you would get a tape. Mm. You had to know some backdoor magazine thing, Those. find it. All some of my favorite bands were on demo tapes that friends of mine had given me. That's the best. You hear all the lo-fi shit, the real beauty and the music and so before it gets overproduced. My buddy had Faith No More demo tapes oh. before that single took off in whatever year it was. But um, yeah, in fact, uh, September 16th, Mr. Bungle is going to be playing in Toronto at a club that apparently Drake owns. It's supposed Mr. to be Mr. Uh, Bungle? Bungle. Oh, okay. I haven't heard him. Welcome to the Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> it, that would be, that sounds like one of their lyrics. It, Who? Reiner uh, Ramirez. You come from like an underground punk cool world and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm mainstream music. The punks hated me. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Aren't you? Okay. No. You showed me, we were hanging out once, and you showed me a picture of your buddy who had his ass cheeks spread open and he was shitting. Boomer. No, some, he wasn't oh, shitting. Oh, Boomer. Boomer. <laughs> You're talking booms. Oh, dude. I got merchandise coming out. I was going to say. merchandise. You showed me merch that looked real artsy, and it's yeah. that photo of him shitting. Was that on a punk band's cover at all? That was a thing. Cover album right there? My, that, let me tell you, everybody Boomer. who knows me, anybody who's ever paid attention to me in the last decade knows uh -huh. Who fucking Boomer Phillips is? I know you showed like six of us that photo. Everybody have <laughs> been able to stop thinking it's about my it. My Gigi Allen test, <sighs> and it will determine. I can find out you've responded every time with something funny. Uh huh. Almost every time, and you've seen uh -huh. it. Oh, fifty-seven times. The other night, I was telling my buddy who was out of town, and some comics like uh, Amy Shanker and. I forgot who was around, like two people, how funny that photo was that you showed me. And I wish you were there to pop it out because they looked at me like they're never going to talk to me again. <laughs> I was like, I can't explain how funny this photo is. And here I am, like 41. I grew up in the jackass era. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, those yeah, guys yeah, are yeah. mature now, I think. Yeah, but they've... they've they ruined me. <laughs> they, uh, I saw that probably six to ten years previous to... 
Because Tom Green was the architect yeah. for that. He was. Oh, even if you go back a little further in Tom Green on MTV, there was a show called Buzzkill. Okay. Look it up on YouTube. These dudes were doing the like hidden camera pranks, and they yeah. were just skateboarder-looking ass guys. Yeah. But Tom Green, you're right, took it to... Like, he made it like mainstream. That wild. There's suburban white dudes out there pranking. Be careful. They're yeah. also harming themselves. Like uh, I remember before Jackass, uh, I hung out with some... Uh, kids at school who had the uh, uh, CKY tapes. Yeah. Like when you were saying that, that's actually the what it's like. Yeah, passing the skateboarders. Scandalous. Were, There's yeah. a box in almost every guy's house over 50 of VHS tapes that has something that might put them in jail. Man, not me. Oh, you said under 50. <laughs> oh, over 50. Okay. Yeah. God, Friends of, of mine, tapes. I got, there used to be a tape. When we're done here, could I just look through your shit? Dude, I <laughs> said, I, I'm full. Yeah, I'll I, give you my inbox is is I go through about thirty seven nightmares while I have my coffee in the morning. <laughs> okay, of uh, just, just uh, cleaning out through. my inbox. I have to go through. There's some stuff I have to acknowledge, uh -huh. and other things that I can't uh, even uh, palate. Yeah, like my Those brother. Are called scars. Oh, uh, it's brutal. <laughs> yeah, I completely clockwork oranged myself. Yeah, it was like I've seen some of the photo me? albums in your phone. I believe <laughs> fuck this. Me? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you have like hate images that like if somebody fucks with me, they're getting this. You have the images like hairy butthole. This just to get a good laugh. <laughs> the greased up vagina that looks like a ran over squirrel with a pizza cutter in mm -hmm. it. <laughs> that I believe it. <laughs> You sent me one of uh, somebody who had like a crucifix up their ass while they were peeing. And uh, I was in, all, th that. Let me just tell the audience that was uh, you saying, like, Hey, you went to the party? I was like, Yeah. And we talked about what time I was like, Cool. Thanks for having me on. It followed up by that image. <laughs> and I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> That's a punk band out of Detroit called Shitfucker. Oh my God. And we're talking They're like, great. Birds of Feather flock <laughs> together. I'm in Denmark. Uh, my friend has a very. Uh, blacklist uh, vinyl collection of just all band records and stuff. Oh, okay. And he was very uh, excited to show me all these Scorpions cover, uh, all these old bands and stuff that they, for whatever purposes, he goes, but this band, mm -hmm. they're still playing. They're from Detroit, shitfucker. I goes, just imagine him wearing gloves when he took the vinyl out. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, Don't want that baby scuffed. It was, it was all... Uh, <laughs> It was all a nightmare of a, a, a record, and that was the fold-out poster yeah. in oh. the vinyl. And the, the, I had to say, the packaging, on point. That's wild. The Man. whole thing was done. The color of the vinyl. They had, I was like, this merch is not fucking cheap. And yeah. this guy's got a cross in his asshole with a corset. Yeah. Check out shit. Fucker. See, I was becoming you towards my best friend Ian because he's in, he's like a sweetheart, just American Pie guy, and I just like fucking when I showed him that I was telling him I'm being on your pod, and I was like, look at this photo. And he, as much as you could tell, as much as he hated laughing at it, he was laughing at it, and he was looking at it like yeah. he does. He can't pull his eyes away, but he, his head wants him to pull it away, right? And I pull it away, and this is where I'm just saying like, oh no, I'm becoming Jason Rouse because well, I knew he already saw it. He already it's got like his fill. I showed it to him again. It's like tasing somebody. Yeah. I showed it to him again and he was like yeah I saw it and I was like I know but can you believe it <laughs> he's like Chris you've changed <laughs> and I showed him the message he was laughing at the message you sent me before like alright cool thanks for having me on uh, boom there's the photo <laughs> part of these nightmare apple seeds that I leave through the society is that I know that at some point post my uh, existence 
somebody's going to go through all my social media. There you go. It'll be an archival dig on all of us. Yeah. They'll go in, plug into the digital, and then start flipping Facebook titles uh, back, and they get to see what you were doing. I hope they just play it at your funeral on a big screen, just that mix. There's <laughs> oh, literally God. a million of those. Every person <laughs> that still wants to be my friend mm -hmm. or just are self-abusers yeah. have to look at Boomer's asshole and follow Boomer Phillips on Instagram. Yeah, that guy <laughs> launches a, a fat dump out of his ass. Like, And if it's caught in real time, that photo, you can see the poop in the air. And when you showed me somebody making art out of that, that was just next level oh. funny to me. God. Well, back to what we were talking about is I'd sent that to my friend and I go, because he does a t-shirt. He does this t-shirt company out of uh, Gothenburg, Sweden. Does that say coined? Uh, conjoined. Conjoined. That was close. And it's like horror stuff and uh, explicit uh, language on t-shirts. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, you, you know, do some pretty edgy uh, artwork on your shirts. Uh, conjoined fetus is a hard sell. You're a hot topic. But I dig it. I go, now I, gotta... I get it. That's what they are, conjoined fetuses. Yeah. Tie. I... Uh, I uh, <laughs> I send him the photo saying, I'm wondering, would you do a collab? But I have some untraditional artwork that I'd like to do for the shirt. Mm -hmm. I send him that photo. He sends a big LOL. like Because it's, whoa, wow. He goes, is that Boomer? Just uh, I could tell by the ass cheek grab. <laughs> he, I said, let's make it, like a, um, make it like an old... DIY grindcore punk rock shirt. Can you mm. do that? So he took that photo and then simplified it. So it's going to make stickers, stamps, uh, those semi-permanent tattoos. Yeah, yeah. You put two gapers on your neck and you get in free to my show. <laughs> See, this is what makes you so interesting. You know, like, um, you're like a guy... <laughs> You seem like one of the villains in like the early '90s Gotham movies. Like you would be out there for Joker, just being a crazy dude. And then uh, you're like this guy that, I, or in a Blade movie, you'd be you know, in a club at the Blade movie, and then I meet you, and I'm like, dude, I love the way you are because you're just fearless with the the stuff. But it's just hilarious to me, and I'm just like, okay, he's haunted my mind with images now. But when the Joker burned like that you. money in front of the mobsters, yeah, I was like. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I was talking more of the Batman and Robin era. But the <laughs> Adam West? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The old school ones. No. No. Oh, Romero. No, no. Romero. No, what was Batman and Robin. That's the one with Mr. Freeze and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. <laughs> I'm just joking about it. Oh, Jim Carrey was in that. Yeah. No, no. That was Batman Forever. Oh, okay. Yeah, Val Kilmer. But you, those, those 90s ones were the ones I was thinking. Because I used to think it's always dudes wearing all black walking around, tatted up, and uh, I see that with you. I was like, oh, he could have been a henchman. <laughs> oh, I was uh, I was almost in uh, Secret of the Ooze. Hell, okay, see? Ninja Turtles. All right, you were going to be a, a, a Foot Clan kind of guy? Yeah, they wanted me as a henchman. I only had a couple lines. So you'd have to be the leader of the Foot Clan, because those were teenagers, Troubles, Youths, uh, and that, the that's what, yeah. yeah, this, so this Oh, is yeah, like but you were like, I was young back then. Four, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just got braces. I was actually 31, but they thought what? I was like 24 Wait, or something. So that you were almost on Ninja Turtles. Oh, they had, they gave me the part, and Dude. I said, uh, I, I, they said the braces, and I said, I just got them on. So they only had CGI back then, and I said, Fuck, my dentist has been like my orthodontist did me a huge solid. Yeah, to this day, him and his, his family come to he my show. He also did you a huge disservice by, but, but I was not, a, I was in Ninja Turtles. 
fan to a certain degree. It wasn't yeah. my generation, but I yeah. thought it was like, this is fun comics. Be a cool timestamp for you. you know? That in like, uh, uh, Alice in Chains video I didn't do. Ah, oh, okay. Which one? The Rooster? Uh, is it that one? No. That's the only song I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 20% sure how it goes. Well, what was in your uh, iPod in uh, high school? Is that was, oh. Top five albums on Desert Island. Okay, well, I'll tell you, uh, when I was growing up and kind of discovering rock music, I just, somebody left behind a, a Appetite for Destruction, so I'm a huge Guns N' Roses fan, I love their, I, I was into Guns N' Roses at a time where they were just gone forever and there was no internet, yeah. so I didn't know why they broke up or why they were fighting, I was just like, where are they, they're the greatest band of all time. Yeah, they're missing. Yeah, and then from there, That's I went straight what it was like, into, like they've been kidnapped out of show business, like Slash would make appearances yeah. and then... Dude, before Axel was even doing comeback shows or Slash was doing much, there was like a good five, six, seven years where it was nothing. But and I'd hear nobody talk about them. I'm like, they're the band time forgot. That uh, and as a comedian, you're like, because you work with people. We we work together, but we're not sharing a workspace together like yeah. these musical acts do. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a fan of a music artist, you're like, why can't you guys just fucking wait? You're rich. Yeah. You're fucking rich. You're doing around the world. Well, they're, I still follow them, and it's funny because they're back now, the three guys, right? How but, can you not find fun in uh, success? I think I think they got their shit together, and it's crazy that it took like decades because think of all the money they missed out on, right? But they're making ton now. I'd love to be in the band. but then. It's a Guns N' Roses <laughs> move. Yeah. They, yeah. they know I think even Axel was just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm losing out on millions. But it seems like they get along now. Uh, like, what is your, where, where I choose do you to go believe for it. your normalcy? Yeah. Like, how long does it, like, because you have to go through a hyperbaric chamber mm -hmm. from being Guns N' Roses to, like, who wants breakfast in the morning? Because I'm cooking. You got <laughs> Axel Rose with cornrows yeah. and rubber boots making French toast. But see, when he did that, the the cornrows, that was like 2002. That's how long they've been around because they started in the late 80s. Yeah. And then now it's 2023. And you got to remember, these dudes are human just like us. So I'm sure you've hated someone in your youth and you never want to talk to them. Give it enough time, grow as a human. And maybe you're just like, I hope I can make things better with this person before we die. And if there's millions to be made, hey, even better. But uh, I hope to believe that, uh, you know, they're like that. I mean, at the end of the day, who gives a shit? They don't know who I am, and I'm cool, you know? But mm -hmm. still, they make great music, and that's the difference. Like, they just put out a new song, and I love it. And I'm like, I got to be honest. Great. I yeah. was, I'm still, you know, it was that um, uh, um, Bay, California Bay, um, Bay Area thrash metal scene that really mm -hmm. made an impression. Those bands that came from that part of California looked like kids I went to high school with. Or Was that late 80s, early 90s? 80, 86, 85. Oh, yeah. Okay. There, there were a lot of, was that like Black Flag era? For sure. Stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, a lot of my friends, because we were all skate kids, mm -hmm. most of us were latchkey kids that ended up at the local uh, public pool that we systematically have turned into a skate park yeah they had a small bowl and we pretty much hijacked it and kind of policed the area because it was just overrun with drug addicts kids would come into the waiting pool during the day and then we'd clean house at night and made it even worse at some points the 80s yeah no there was like a cool culture shift in the late 80s and early 90s as far as being a teenager of course that's how like everything I was led to nirvana I was and all that but it looked cool i was still a kid but i was, was seeing cool. it because when i was in the gnr 
like that was already in the early 90s and hair metal was already dead because Nirvana came out and then I, I just noticed a shift in my friends, the people at my school, like everybody wants to dress like a Gen Xer basically. That was the, what we were saying. Music became a way wor- more relatable. working class. Yeah. It yeah. was more of a working class thing. You related to like, oh, these guys. Oh, I don't have to look like Slash to be in a band. Yeah. I could look, Top hat? Uh, yeah. Look at the dudes from Hootie and the Blowfish, man. Yeah. They look like any dude you'd run into, just khaki exactly. shorts, hockey jersey, yeah. like little baseball go cap. hear music from <laughs> a band that looks like it works at a gas station. Yeah, these dudes are schlubs like me. I mean, that's the beauty of what, when Nirvana came out, like... Uh, there was all these bands like Mud Honey and the Pixies and yeah. everything that was leading up to Nirvana. I always wanted to hate the Pixies, but yeah. they just rock. They rule, dude. That's they one rock. of my all. When you said yeah. top five, I was like, Pixies yeah. is up there. Frank for sure. Black. Yeah, he's. I he love his solo a, stuff. Frank Black. I think when he done his solo albums, he was signed to Sonic Onion, which was my hometown uh, record label. Man, that's... I tried to get them to sign me. They were not having it. You know how yeah. many times I got to walk in with my thing mm-hmm. and they're like are you kidding they go, we're all gonna get fucking fired you yeah. need to get out of here now you walked in here first of all that's how you don't get signed <laughs> uh, those five albums yeah what yeah. were they uh guns Doodle, and roses? oh guns and roses okay so we'll go g and r i'll say uh uh, Weezer, early stuff. Uh, I would, my, uh, blue and Pinkerton are always hard to pick, so I'm going to go with Blue just because that's their first one. Have you uh, heard uh, Deftones cover Weezer uh, Say songs? It Ain't So? Yeah. yeah, yeah couple, I remember during the ga- there was a gap of time of like four years where there was no Weezer, yeah. and uh, we didn't know if they'd ever come back. And Pinkerton's looking back, a good album. It's a great album, but it's after Pinkerton, album. they didn't come out for like four that years. That was theirs, Paul. That was their Paul's boutique. Yeah, dude, it got shit on by Rolling Stone. Yeah. Got like one star. Yeah. Years later, Napster is. I think it really took off because yeah. people were downloading and be like, "This is amazing! How yeah. did I miss it?" It's and, rock and roll. Uh, yeah, and Rolling Stone went back and gave it a perfect score. Okay. And I'm like, "That's crazy!" But that's a great one. Um, the Descendants. Um, sure. I like all their albums, but there's just one in particular, their live album, Plus One, which has what all... What year is this, th- that recording? Uh, it was 80s? probably in the late 80s, yeah. early 90s. But it's a double live album that has all on um, first half and Descendants on the second. I've never listened to the all side, but that whole Descendants live show is fucking amazing. Yeah. So that's a top one. There's a band called The Unicorns. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only had one album called Who Will, Who Will Cut Our Hair When We're Gone. That's a top one. And a band called Ozma, uh, called Rock and Roll Part Three. Those are my top five off the dome. All rock and roll albums. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, okay. I love rock and roll. I mean, I love other genres of music, but I can't lie to myself. And uh, yeah. my now there's evidence when I look at my Spotify at the end of the year. Yeah. The music you listen to has been like five bands that I grew up with. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I think you reach an age, uh, some people don't, but I certainly reach an age where I'm like, man, I really am filled up on bands. I don't really need new music. Yeah. Every now and then something slips through the cracks. For mm. sure. And you can find like-minded people where they've, they're music fans, but they've also, their record collection is only so deep. There's like a 15-year gap. Mm-hmm. You can hop on the internet and find a message board and go, look, I can find the whole family tree of this genre. Yeah. It's all mapped out. The kids, they you find one of your obscure favorite bands and somebody's put a playlist together of they've done all the legwork yeah they pan for oh. gold and they're like oh these first six suck who are these guys yeah they got 10 followers and they're from slovenia and they fucking rock i think when you're young as well like uh teens through your 20s there's a certain time i think it is mostly in your late teens to 20 
when you are excited about finding new music on your own and putting in the work, like I used to love going to UCD stores and listen to UCDs on yeah. their CDs and CD players with mm -hmm. headphones, find a treasure and just be like, oh, no one told me about this shit. Yeah. That's how I found a band called Nerf Herder when I was a kid. And yeah, I remember it's like Nerf one of my Herder. favorite bands ever. I found them at a UCD store. Is it kind of like Pennywise? Uh, Nerf Herder? Yeah. Is it, no, kind it's of. not they're, that punk. They're more comedic punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talking about jizzing and yeah. jizz all, all the time, and I love them. Like, I was listening to a song the other day, an old one. I was talking to my buddy Ian, where he just talks about, like, he just says, uh, I saw you with your pretty friends uh, laughing on the bus. I wasn't back with the retarded kids. And it is like a whole story. But man, I'm like, God, that that cracked me up so much when I was younger. Now I'd feel insecure about playing <laughs> in front of people. I'm like, crank oh, it up. You oh, know yeah. who was the best at that? Who? The Bloodhound Gang. Oh, yeah, yeah. They toured with them like all oh, the time. Oh, yeah? Okay, it, that makes sense. It's like funny how much dude <sighs> shit was happening. Scandalous uh, songs. Now you can't, the way things changed, these people didn't know things were going to change. The it strip, was, um, the strip. Chasey Elaine. Yeah, and uh, the stripper, <laughs> the country song they did about, it's the song, the strip. It's better when she's crying. It's yeah, about a stripper. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's wild. That's why Bloodhound Gang's not touring. No, they, oh, they, they can't play these fucking songs. Sure, <laughs> sure. They have the bad touch. They're good. Sure. Look, if Taylor Swift is selling out, the Bloodhound Gang. Hey, the Beastie Boys open for That's, Madonna. Yeah, Bloodhound Gang off. are as popular as Taylor Swift. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, even Swift, collectively, if you had dude, to put all the Bloodhound Gang uh, albums against her first single, yeah, is there a rivalry I mean, there? I mean, no. I mean, Blood no. Taylor Swift is already at like this fucking level that you know, no one else is in the world. Somebody's smashing their face on a yeah. table right now. Bloodhound Gang and Taylor Swift. Are totally I've just dated tour. enough people who have informed me of the uh, power of Taylor Swift, yeah. and I'm like, oh shit! And you can see it. Like she's just it's. She's on that Beyonce level, uh, all that stuff we all pretend to listen to, but we don't. But it's just <laughs> I'm listening empty to the whiteness. <laughs> just empty whiteness. Yeah. See, uh, but that's the thing. Okay, so I was years ago, I was at a concert. Are you going to defend Taylor Swift I'm, on camera right now in front of me? Yeah. We got skulls I'm looking for a girlfriend, table, pal. <laughs> that was good. Well, look, that's true. We do got the skull. Yeah, we got double skulls. I'm just saying. And you're about to say, I was, hey, I like it. Look, I used to be in a band with Taylor Swift. No, <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it's very hard to write a song and be a musician. Yeah. And as big as things get, like I said, look, even with Guns N' Roses, same respect to Taylor Swift. She's still a human being. It's hard to write a song. And I respect anybody who can. And she writes, I think, most of her own shit, if not all of it. I believe That's that. incredible. So I respect For that. Sure. You know? For the craft. Yeah. But I also think like I've met enough people that I respect that actually love her music and I could tell it means something to her that I'm just like, well, it's not like bop music because she's an adult. She's connecting with people. We, we're too old to listen to that shit. I think, though, that... And also, sometimes when the, she sings about her ex-boyfriend... of like, it over... Oof. I think there's a girl out there that's about 370. Mm -hmm. Like, stroked out face and pisses into a bag in a wheelchair. Yeah. But she can sing. Like a Susan Boyle if she was in a house fire. Yeah. Like Freddie Boyle. Yeah. Mr. Boyle. But you're saying since Taylor is uh, attractive and marketable. I think that she can't cut it live. Okay. Have you seen I her live? I think the burn victim in the wheelchair. I'm salivating over this. You know, <laughs> she, I'm getting excited. Yeah, I know. You were like, I thought of one. <laughs> it's a piss bag and a piece of cornbread I shot out of the back of my mouth. 
There's somebody in the middle of nowhere that can rock a stage with a tambourine and a microphone. Yeah, I'm sure they're on 6th Street. <laughs> Nobody's giving a fuck. I'm sure they're at the, like, bazaar. Because <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen so one-man bands. I've walked around one-man bands, yeah. and nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> and I'm just no. like, not well, only is he killing it, but you know how long it took Picking him to his, set that shit yeah. up? <laughs> yeah, oh, you can hear vaginas drying. Yeah, yeah. It's Look, not good. Taylor Swift concerts are filled with thousands of people, and it's hard to get a ticket. So people don't, that I know don't even say, like, I'll be at Taylor Swift, because it's like, uh, do you, but, do you see a one-man band? Can <laughs> sell a thousand tickets? I don't. <laughs> I, oh. I would love it, you know, but yeah. even in their prime. And, man, like Jimmy Pop or the singer's name, yeah. hope this never gets back to him. And I'm like, Who's this comedian shitting on us? We're the fucking Bloodhound Gang. Yeah. But uh, I'm like, they probably were on, like, those summer sanatorium-type tours where it was, like, all these bands like Limp Biscuit were popping at the time mm. and they'd probably be sell it out like that. Do you with think other they played bands. the Vans Warp Tour? I don't think I so. I bet they have. They seem like a Vansy Warp Tour. But again, they even the Vans Warp Tour was pretty woke. Yeah. Well, I saw no doubt in Vancouver. It's like South by you were you remember when you probably heard about South I didn't even go down. That's right. But but in the nineties you always hear how great it was in the nineties yeah. and I remember when I was coming in the thousands or whatever they're called they were kind of cool but i could i was already there when i could see every year is becoming so corporate but uh you know i got a lot of free levi's and free shirts so sure. i can't get all pissed yeah they 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 you get to That's sell your soul yeah. for a merch bag isn't that nice <sighs> yeah dude but one just time, give him some pants and uh, a beer ticket dude we're gonna make a hundred million dollars this year doing this event it sucks for the people that don't get in because it becomes less accessible but like dude i remember one year warp tour weezer was there they hadn't played shows in years this uh, was their comeback and i snuck into the concert and i got kicked out before they got on it sucked uh, but i heard rammstein playing for a little bit <laughs> how did you sneak into a concert i'm glad you asked i uh so i used to work for event festivals and i'd show up and i noticed they don't really we're like nameless faces they just give you an event staff yeah. shirt you go just do what they tell you what I started doing is I'd get into the point where they give me my shirt, and as soon as I got out of eyesight, I'd lose the shirt and yeah. wear my undershirt. I'd just go to the pit, enjoy the concert, sure. end of the show, pop the shirt you back on. You and nine other guys on that Go shift. get my $50. Yeah. So the, that one, I was just stoked, and I made the mistake of being bringing a couple friends, and I told them just- Dumb and dumber. White t-shirt, yeah. khakis, shoes. One of them shows up with dumb. binoculars. Yeah. One of them shows up Heat with flip-flops. Yeah. And they let us in, but they looked at us and yeah. they knew it, and they kicked our asses right out. I don't talk to those guys no more. No, I don't blame you. There's there's a couple of people I had to cancel. Yeah, for the unlike same Axel and Slash, I will never talk to those fuckers. There's yeah. no money on the table. There's just some people who just sad shit to bed. Yeah, I had an appetite for destruction, as in I wanted to kill those guys. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a couple of concerts that I regret missing, yeah. but I did. But then, see? you know, which one? I had a chance to see Pantera now. Yeah, but I also had a chance to see Pantera and Slayer play together in my hometown at one point, and I passed. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. You think of that? I think of that. They were just here like a week ago, and my buddy who does like pyro for bands on the road, he hit me up to see if I wanted to see Pantera. I was free as hell, and I said, "Fuck no." <laughs> yeah, I said no too. I don't see it as a. Um, uh, it's not the real band. No. Anymore. 
What are you going to do though? But All the this Rolling left Stones is the can asshole. do it though. Yeah, they can replace their drummer every twenty years. But see, Rolling Stones, I would love to see. You know, because uh, that's the fucking Rolling. They're not going to be. We only have so much time. I mean, they don't even play right now, do they? But, every time Willie Nelson plays in Austin, I kick myself for not going. Same, same. Have you that's not what, gone? To I've see not Willie? gone. Are you kidding me? No, You're local. Let's go. Let's go. I tickets should. are like seven hundred bucks or something like that. <sighs> but see, if you are in it's Austin, Willie, you're killing us. I feel like if I text enough people, I could find some. That'll get oh, me dude, I you know I I'm I'm comfortable with a couple hundred yeah. for a Willie Nelson ticket, yeah. but um, that is one show. Dolly Parton, she yeah. just dropped an album, but I think it's a rock album. They did a show together. Or they come out. Together? No, but sure I noticed she's doing tour dates too. And again, those two people, there's a huge vacuum going to be created when Dolly Parton and Willie Nelson die. Yeah. Like, I think Snoop Sony tapped out to Willie for smoking. Oh, that's... Yeah. I feel like um, as we're getting older, we're losing a lot of our uh, icons, right? Sure. And, and so it, it does make me treasure the ones we do have. But the thought, like, I'm not looking up Willie Nelson stuff like I should. He's yeah. great. But I'm just like, I feel like the moment I really get into Willie Nelson, he'll already be dead, and I'm going to be kicking myself. It's you things. and every... And then the worst part is then uh, your stock goes to the roof once you're dead. So now they get to cut you up and sell you off. Yeah. And not yeah. to mention the spike in revenue that's created from people all of a sudden grabbing and going, you know what? I'm going to listen to Willie Nelson for the next three months. Yeah. Now... Hundred million people do that. God, I wish I would have seen. It's a hundred million dollars. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Cash was like that. He played in Toronto at Massey Hall, this beautiful theater in downtown Toronto, and I was like, "That's why you want to see Johnny Cash." Look, man, I'll tell you. When I was a kid, I'm telling you, I was the biggest GNR fan, right? So I, when they were broken up all those years, I was so sad that I would never see them perform together. Specifically, Slash and Axel. You want to see Buckethead? I, play I, a I would have loved to see minutes. Guy plays solos were twenty five <sighs> minutes long. When people say never forget, the first thing I think of is Buckethead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then very the talented. Thing. He's so good, and even during that era, the Chinese democracy stuff, I was bummed. Of course, Slash ain't there, but I was yeah. like, if you're going to replace Slash, yeah, don't yeah, just yeah. pick a dude. Yeah, Buckethead was perfect as a replacement, and he's so great. Totally, and the kookiness of wearing a KFC bucket and a, bl- a whited out face. Dude, I saw videos and being a prodigy. Like, dude. what is going on? There was video, tons of videos of him doing solos and Slash doing solos during concerts, but there's also solos or videos of Buckethead. Instead of a solo, he come out with like glowing nunchucks and put on a nunchuck show. No way! I'm like this I is the new that. GNR. Yeah, <laughs> I believe that. Can you imagine that at the board meeting when yeah. they're having a GNR board meeting and he comes in in costume because they want to see what, what are you going to wear? We're going to we want to see it. We want to see how they wanted him to be weird. You know, yeah. like uh, Axel paid for a chicken yeah, this coop is the, to be made. He's totally, this guy ain't sticking around <laughs> yeah. guy. Let's just get the crazy shit out of it. Yeah. Because they built him a chicken coop in the recordings uh, in Axel's house or some shit like that. What? Because he has like chickens and stuff. No. He's a weirdo. He's rich. Yeah, Axel's like worth yeah. hundreds of millions. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's no big deal. Can you but, imagine? So I like wanted to see these guys forever, and I never thought I did. In 2019, I got to see them. Uh, perfect timing, by the way. Dude, perfect timing. And <laughs> Nothing's I, the same now. I was asking around, because it was ACL, and all I did was just text some friends, and somebody hooked me up with some wristbands. This I is did. the difference between somebody local and most of the shitheads that have moved here. Yeah, yeah. Is your three phone calls from getting anything you want. Yeah, I didn't realize it because I don't even think about it. One yeah. day I was just sitting there and I was like, how am I going to miss Guns N' Roses? And I just texted a few and they hooked me up. And that one of the best experiences. They were on time. 
Axel sounded great. Okay. They played everything. I was yeah. like, three-hour show, and we were in the front. And I was like, holy fuck. That's the only like real strike, I think, against them is that they're, they're Guns N' Roses shit. Mm. Just the show started like two and a half hours late that was a major uh, music festival you know it's like fuck man i think that the that they've grown up though i, I apparently they've been on time ever since they got together because they had to have they like, don't have they don't have the gas to fuck around anymore yeah they enjoy money i think they're businessmen now you yeah. know like you see these dudes fuck up their careers or they always that's probably why the pixies came back who knows like oh yeah they wanted got- that reunion forever and they didn't get along and now they're back minus one. I'm is sure the this is money. Kim Deal from the Breeders? Yeah, is she, she back in there too? She I was. Liked her, so her solo stuff with the Breeders was yeah, great. Yeah, she left a few years ago, so they got a replacement. Okay, I forgot the replacement's name, but she's awesome. Yeah. if you were gonna replace her, she's a perfect fit. But of course, you want Kim Deal. But uh, yeah. I've seen that li- that show. Divine uh, Hammer. Twice. Who's Divine Hammer? Uh, uh, Breeders had a song. Oh, and okay. they go, what is this song about? She was singing about a fucking wicked cock that she had. Oh, okay. And the song's called Divine Hammer. We'd sing it in the car all the time because it just fucking had some crazy I gotta, guitar. You got to remind me of that one. The Breeders, yeah. yeah I loved uh, a video some of their it. songs. But I thought you were going to say she imagined just smashing Frank Black's head with a hammer. I thought that's what it was going to be about. Are they fucking? I don't think so. I've never heard of that, but... uh no, I hope so. <laughs> I don't know why I've never thought of that, but I hope so. There was loads of female punk bands in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. You, a lot. It feels like, you know, so many like punk bands and like underground shit. Like I, for some reason, I thought but you it's listened sparse. to. It's something over here that I picked up during these years. And then there's stuff that I grew up with. It's a mishmash. It. When I hit, when I get people that are married to music genre, mm-hmm. that's why I was like ha- happy and surprised when you said you like the rock and roll. Mm. But I, I listen to uh, a kaleidoscope of stuff. I'm always, I some days I'll listen to uh, religious children songs. So of kids albums of uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it'll religious be, children. It'll be songs. crushing Norwegian black metal, uh-huh. and then I'll inter- I'll put that into uh, a so- Christian's choir singing about the evils of Satan. That's scarier than the the black metal. It's, it's Norwegian black metal. I find the the crossroads of that is where I start to kind of draw from. Those, those two, from Saturday morning kids cartoons to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Damn. See, like, I knew you listened to that black metal for sure. I could just feel that on you. Not and until I went to England. It. it was just something that was at the back of the metal You've magazines. some wild shit, I'm sure. Because, like, when I hear dark shit, I'm like, this is the used. They're very dark. And they're <laughs> not. Because <laughs> they the wear most, eyeliner. They're the most emo white dudes yeah. ever. And you're just over here. Like this singer actually killed his family. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's uh there's What's that band Death, right? No, not that They're Death. They're from Florida. No, uh, Death is that punk band. You're who... thinking of Gorgoroth. Maybe. There was like a what's the Norwegian uh, Gorgoroth. Uh, Gorgoroth. Yeah. yeah, the singer did some crazy shit, right? He's comes to my shows. Oh, okay. That is pretty crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he goes uh came uh with his boyfriend. Mhm. Uh to the show, and he t- said that they, there was many uh, w- upset women during your performance. Oh, that was his critique. 
You're like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it's, uh, he was playing. Uh, actually, I have the poster where they were opening for Cradle of Filth. And I said, uh, he says, what did you think of the show? And I said, there was three miscarriages. And he goes, oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, that's about right. <laughs> but but I, yeah, they're, they're, uh, the genre has been you know, commercialized in the U.S. But um, in fact, Mayhem is playing here in Austin. Mayhem might be the other yeah, the singer that's blues what I was head with a shotgun. See, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was talking about. Yeah, I, I knew you listened to them. I opened for them <laughs> in uh, in Sweden. Didn't know that. That's I opened, was that pretty great. That was one of the probably top best things. See, you're, if there's going to be a comedian who opens for those bands, you're the only one I could think of that that crowd would love. This is obviously. the lineup. Uh, and Mar- me. Marilyn Manson, Anthrax, In Flames, uh, and then loads of death metal and black metal. Uh, French band, uh, Gojira. Shit fuck on it? Uh, no, I wish shit fuck was on. I keep checking. Count them. me out. Their Instagram's got like seven followers. Uh, I don't even know if they're running that it. That makes them even more precious. I really underground, want this band indie. from Detroit to blow up. They've only got, there's, there's a video of them. They did do some performances. See, what if they had Who accidentally made it in American, like the t- Taylor Swift levels? They're like, man, bummed we can't tell people we're shit fuck on radio shows, you know? I've got your new favorite band. We're shirt fudge. <laughs> what's my, what's my, uh, <laughs> you're, you're, hit you're, me. your new favorite band uh-huh. is Turbo Negro. Oh, I know who they are. This is the second reference of them today. I think the really? universe is telling me to give them a crack. Speaking of Norwegian bands. They're uh, Norwegian as well? And Aha uh-huh is I just Norway. thought they were cool with Bam Margera for a while. Uh, yeah, I think because he'd gone over there and befriended a lot of those Scandinavian metal bands. Is him a Norwegian band as well? Uh, he's They're from Finland, yeah. Oh, okay. They're, they're Finnish. And listen, Finland, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Iceland, all very different. Yeah, you've been to all those countries too, right? I've been to 26 countries. Yes, that's incredible. I bombed I've been to on 27, television. <laughs> on Russian television, I bombed so bad. Did you just speak Russian or did you just American? I didn't American? speak anything. I know uh, a little bit of some Scandinavian languages. A little prop comedy. They don't get it. I wish. I wish. <laughs> I showed them my buddy's asshole and they still boom. <sighs> And that was on television? <laughs> you put up the boomer video and it got one laugh, one fucking asshole. I'll in have the crowd. people yell out from the audience, boomer! <laughs> I've been trying to get him to do stand up. You're like, I'm in the middle of a story still. Jeez. He's, uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's he talking about? <laughs> you fucked up the most important part, dude. This uh, has been a waste of time. This is his punishment <laughs> because he turned his back on stand up comedy and became a, a commercial actor. He was just relying on that shit photo. And he's, um, <laughs> but he's, he has immunity to it. But I, I've pressed it so hard yeah, to yeah. his identity that that's more of a recognizable picture than his driver's license. I like to think he's, uh, you don't even realize he's trying to stay away from you now because he's like, dude, I am past that photo. Stop bringing it up at the family reunions. No, he doesn't like it when he gets messaged by gay men. <laughs> he says that really upsets him. So if you're gay, Go on Instagram. I'm impressed by your airtime. Boomer Phillips uh, and say, hey, could you send me a picture of the gaper? I seen the misplaced <laughs> That's mine. That's what it's called, the ask gaper. For, ask for a picture of Boomer's asshole. 
Oh my God! Speaking of assholes, I'm 51 years old. <laughs> this is—I don't have kids. I have problems. Let me ask you. I, I could tell. That's why we're both sitting here now. We're In killing the it. The day. <laughs> Wait till I hit day. record on this and we get going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Worth it. Are you? A, are you? A, have you ever done poppers? Speaking of assholes. Yeah, I've done poppers. In fact, mm-hmm. I was doing poppers uh, while I was fucking. Yeah. And um, I didn't know there was liquid in the bottom. Yeah. And I fucking got my head sideways and I, and the liquid came out my mouth. I remember grabbing a piece of laundry off because in England they don't have uh, heaters. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, uh, clothes dryers. Okay. Uh, it's mostly washer and dryer together. That's their, and it's, it's the size of a fucking vacuum cleaner and it's horrible. So everyone hangs their clothes on their hot water heaters in their mm. bar. This is like nice places. Yeah. I grab a pair of pants off there and blow out this fucking chemical spill. Now yeah. it's in my nasal cavity. Have you gotten any of it on you? I've done it on my hand before. Man. Does it burn? Because it fucked no, me right up. I was right drunk. <laughs> Anytime that happened, I just forget and wipe it on my jinkos and move on. <laughs> but yeah, poppers are fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think was, every, every five years. You know, every time I, uh, I... I rarely do them, but like, if I'm like, okay, I'm not drinking and... I'm bringing these poppers just if I get bored to give me a little hook, you know. And then I was whipping them out uh, in a green room at one of the comedy. Oh, these kids today. here! They look at me and all they could think about is butthole. Now they're yeah. just like, "Don't that make your butthole loose?" Well, this is like, probably, but I'm doing it for the head high. Yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> you're missing. You don't out. have to always use it for that. Yeah, there's no descriptive. That's you the thing. The, the be- joke has become such an overwhelming thing yeah. that people are scared that they it just, just opens their asshole and they just shit out shit that they didn't even know was there. Not uh, that that's ever happened. <laughs> when you <laughs> cough, Boomer coughs and a, a row of tennis balls fall out of his shorts. <laughs> he's got a job at the uh, batting cages. <laughs> yeah, so I'm guessing he's eating baseballs. They call him the cannon. <laughs> so he eats a baseball... And in six hours, they break a um, cricket um, bat over his back, and he passes it through his pomegranate asshole. You're right. We got to get this guy on the stage. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, speaking of the stage, I've been living here. This is going to be me, you, and the leftover members of Mayhem at the show. (laughs) Just some guy. And then you hold a shotgun and go, let's get this party started. And then you throw it at me, and I blow my brains out over the front row. And you go, what? No one likes Gallagher? I'll be like, don't do it before my guest spot, dude. Come on now. (laughs) I got to stand up here in this shit. Man, I do have to see what your shows are like on the road, for real. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sure. Because I know you bring your guys and stuff and all that. But, so you have, like, a particular audience, I'm sure. You know, there's, like, we're going to hear some Depending on where I am. Yeah, yeah. Like, you would assume certain places uh, would have more of a draw than others. But um, uh, it's best for me uh-huh. is 50-50 as I can find organic yeah. oh yeah i love all the secret shows like when you close oh. them out you crush because oh. it's an audience that's just there you know yeah. they're in austin and i've seen you just completely kill it like whenever it's at the last comic and you feel like the room's starting to Show's get tired over. boom perfect guy to kill yeah. it just, yeah yeah i know my favorite thing is seeing three four five guys in a row quit mm-hmm. in the middle of it yeah and just drowned. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's the thing, though. You're, I'm not at your house. You're in my office. Yeah. They and everyone see this gets guy raped. Is definitely dead. 
Everyone gets raped at my office. That's you, the name of your album. Everyone gets raped at my office. It's a double album. Why is he staying in the junkyard? It's so long. <laughs> it's a long ass album. That'd oh yeah. And it's just me holding a hollowed out melon with a wig on it, <laughs> wearing a suit and some penny loafers. I'll take the vinyl. No, what is your album cover going to look like? I had one album. Nobody knows about it. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't ever think of it. I thought about making a smart album, calling it uh, Two in the Pink, One in the Think, where I'm just like pointing at my brain like that. Maybe have a book with me. but Smear some dog shit on your lip. Look, the album did poor. I should have just done it. (laughs) You you put out a comedy album? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it on Spotify? Yeah, it's on Spotify. Uh, Are you getting money from that? You know, it's Did kind you of sign funny. up for it. Sound no, I got asked. Uh, I got. I, I got offered. Produced yeah, things? and it's a good. They're great. I'm. I'm thankful yeah? for it. Okay. You know, I've been in. I think it's great because I've been doing comedy over a decade, and it's. You'd never, rather have someone handle that. Yeah, I've never thought it. about putting out a stand-up album, yeah. and I knew I had the material for it, but sure. it meant a lot that people would reach out, do all the hard work. All yeah, I had to do was you. put it out. Yeah, but thank I you. am just bad at promoting shit. Totally. And in, um, you know where your strengths are, Yeah, and you'd rather give somebody the 25%. Yeah, I'm just like, if y'all send me a work. check, I'm good with it. Yeah, Because it's always going to be out now. That's the way I look at it. Like, Hopefully, if things go well later, people will be like, oh, my, I didn't know he had this album. But that could not happen. I'm just Th- that's, like, that's your retirement plan. Yeah. Is that that revenue is going to come in. Someone's going to inherit your... That, and I got some old Mitt Romney shirts uh, when he was running. I haven't even touched him, so... I don't know who Mitt Romney... First he of ran all, for president. <laughs> no, or he's... politics. Oh, okay. I really... Uh, no, Mitt Romney ran against Barack Obama during his second term, but uh, I'm not a Mitt Romney guy. I just yeah. have a Mitt Romney shirt in mint condition. Do you vote? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, though, I will say I've always been a... You know, I'll always vote, but um, it doesn't mean I believe every politician I'm voting for. It's definitely voting in that lesser of two evils. Like, what other choice I got? Yeah, I don't you want know, that, that, you know that I might be perceived as a guy, fuck them all. Yeah. But it's the system is set up in a way that to measure someone's character and intent, yeah. you're so separated from that. And I can't trust those type of people that I don't know. Like, I would never... It feels like the people that always, uh, I've noticed every time, the people who actually give a fuck that run for shit, the politicians who seem that they would make things better for people like me, they never win and they never will win. <laughs> you they know, get it murdered. sucks. Yeah. They get murdered. They get murdered or they're just like, you could see what the people want with certain politicians. Like, you see in I'll other just countries, say, when you got just, a guy like Bernie sh- Sanders running and thousands are showing up just to hear him talk. Uh, you, that's the people, and you see the people who win sometimes. You know, it's like, oh, no one's showing up to that shit. I thought of Whole Foods. Oh, what I about thought him? Bernie Mac or Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders owned Whole Foods. <laughs> I've told I, people when people ask about HEB, I always say it's the Bernie Sanders of grocery stores for sure. Yeah, yeah, because they helped us out more than in the pandemic than. Um, yeah, you know, it's a lot good, of everybody loves H E B. Yeah, man. I love H E B. There's work, a new one building up the street here. Dude, I used to work for a company that was owned by H E B. Yeah. And they took care of us. Like that's when, great. Dude, when I was in the hospital for diabetic, I didn't I had health insurance. I was in there for like a week and the and uh, they had my own room. People would like nutritionists, uh wow. from the they'd come and, yeah, and I didn't have to cheer. pay for shit. People I'm like, cheer. Dude, the audience is here. H E B rules, you know. Okay. Like uh, I like that. Yeah. See, I'd vote on that. Yeah, anybody anybody who goes to HB, I'll vote for them. Yeah, <laughs> no, I. Uh, but yeah, politics. I kind of Trader start... Joe's. Who do they vote for? 
I don't even go to Trader Joe's. I would. I just don't. I'm lazy. Yeah. I'm an H-E-B guy, yeah. and that's it. Maybe Fiesta, just because that's just right by my apartment. <laughs> but uh, Is that a cha- grocery chain? Yeah, it's a Mexican grocery store, Ooh. Fiesta. If you get lucky, some people will be selling tamales in the parking lot kind of thing. It's always Those so are the crowded. Good ones. They're always so crowded. The lines get long there. There's no. Sucks. There's never been a fire safety in a, a Mexican grocery store. <laughs> no. It all looks like a, uh, a white... Uh, People show up like they thought there great was an actual concert. fiesta. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A great white concert. Yeah, it does look. Um, there's always a verge of a fire starting. Are you shopping at Trader Joe's now? That, what's your grocery store here? In no, Austin? it's HEB. Okay, I was hoping there was some gothic vampire grocery store. Oh, dude, about. I'm still digging up <laughs> graves. I hike about two hours outside the city and just start digging up families. I, f- I believe that. <laughs> Could I promote my album That's again? how I no. want to start my next special is that uh, being raised from the grave, I think. Yeah. Raised from the grave is another good one. Yeah. Is that what you're going to call it? No, I'm going to call it Daddy's gonna... Finger. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, my special's coming out October 1st. October 1st? Yeah. Right, nice. Where's it going to be on? Uh, I'm not sure yet, but it looks okay. like you go what on I'm planning my to do, I'm making a little announcement here. Uh, I'm going to release 31 minutes over 31 days of okay. A special uh, over Halloween. So it's going to be like recorded at different shows? No, it's been recorded. I've shot oh, okay. it in Denmark. Oh, okay. Fuck and I've yeah. been hiding it. Man. <laughs> I'm going to do mine just at Velveeta Room, but I'm put live from Denmark as well. No, <laughs> no, no. no one's but gonna the know. Velveeta Room, from what I can see, is quite nice. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Have you a uh, headline there yet? I've never been inside, but I've uh, gone on YouTube and saw the. It's I'm going to make that little, happen. Little room. <laughs> I they, am, I are am. you hooked up at Velveeta? Oh, yeah, dude. No and, way. And you would love the guy booking it right now. He would love your shit. I haven't even put my head in, but I've always looked at a room because I remember, fuck, 15 years ago uh-huh. when Stanhope had strayed from uh, doing stand up clubs and did more of the old rock venues and stuff. Uh-huh. That would always come up on there. And it was like a cabaret room. It's a legendary it like a children's spot. puppet show. It has a, you know, I think Bill Hicks and them used to uh, no hit way. that club oh, back no in the shit. day before okay. my time out here for sure, obviously. But so it's they still have pictures of them hanging. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it is a history and there's a charm to it that it, it's one of those clubs It's like feels like a hole in the wall. And if you could kill here, that's special. Yeah. And I'm not saying people have the worst sets ever, but it's connected to Esther's Follies. And it's so like the, the music's room, so loud. The belly know? room at the store has that. If you can rock that room, which yeah. I struggle in every time. Yeah, but that's the beauty of comedy. Yeah. Like there's rooms like that that exist. You yeah. know, like in Velve's that room, and we, the comedians love it. Especially the, it has like a workers comic feel to it. To me, in okay. my opinion, like that's where you go to the open mics that might have a scattered kind of a crowd there but man they can be good to you and cool it feels like work but and then when it fills up which the weekend shows do fill up it's so much fun you know you just have to Was it avoid out the music people? uh yeah 70 feels right yeah, yeah i think yeah. i looked online to see what places that were doing comedy outside of the clubs so now you know all these clubs are open now and yeah. like uh valve um i hope it gets absorbed into that networking circle that with all the other clubs uh it's kind of apart from it is except if you're a local comic coming out but it hopefully it will be because it is a great club yeah yeah mm-hmm. no and let's get into that like you're uh you're texan yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> not Swahili. only that but you're uh, austinite uh i'm from dallas originally okay but i've been out here since like 2011 it's I dallas think. three hours from here uh-huh, three yeah. hours yeah 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 but i moved so, out here. i did one year in dallas uh 2010 and then i moved out here in 2011 
And boy, what has would it, it look like then? <sighs> you know, when I moved here, you're the only one that actually should be used as a point of reference of what was here previous, because yeah, the, all your uh, coworkers are gone. Yes, but man, the new people and you know I'm friends with a lot of them, but they don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like we're here now and we created this and this is our thing. Sure. And I get it, you know, it's fine. And they did create a lot. That's great, but I think they think it was a desert before they got here. Yeah, you know, well, this is you also it, you got to keep in mind these are people that are barely 25 yes and been doing comedy for two years yeah and you know it's an it's an exciting thing for them comes and, and goes it's exciting but uh yeah i think uh, the suicides in the new year are gonna be because now anyway we're not gonna go down new classes road. come yeah. in things keep changing yeah it's like seasons with comedy and yeah you know you live and learn uh you remember how your career started and how you just wanted to do a mic and just get on even just the shittiest of shows just to get your name on a poster. That's how I felt. Yeah. And once a club recognizes you, all that yeah. stuff. And now this will be like, it feels like fast lights. forwarded now. Like yeah. I just started and I need to be at the biggest club doing the biggest gigs and I have 10 minutes, you know, yeah. just like, God damn, you know, it is. And Ted, a couple no, of years, they they'll be like, I was state. Oh, it's going to be a blood. I can't wait for the mental unravelings. <laughs> There's going to be at least six suicides in the next Eight months. See, and that's how I get my spot. That's how I get my stage time. <laughs> I know. That's it. I like to fill the void. That's it. It's like someone like kill himself yet. Yeah, cool. Could I do a spot? Totally. It's like, uh, yeah. But like, it's it's. You a, wait I for mean, someone to die. You came from L.A., which is like. I mean, you've lived everywhere, but you've been a lot of time, obviously, in L.A., which is New York and L.A. has always been the two comedy cities yeah. since before in North America time. You know, but so. For you, what's it like coming to Austin, watching a city that got like even bigger? And you know, obviously, Mothership is like a fucking iconic comedy club already, and like you're out here. So, what's it like leaving a place like L.A.? Because I don't know what it's like to live out there. For me personally, a relief. Yeah, um, breath of fresh air. Uh, it's more Canadian to me. Texas mm -hmm. is than L.A. or New York would ever be. Mm -hmm. Um. I I love the city. No. I really like it here. This is this is going to be my home for quite a while. I it's think. beautiful. I'm I'm really uh, I, like you say. I've been all over. This is the top ten cities I've ever been to in the world. Oh yeah. See, I love positive things said about Austin. So Some people come here and they talk shit, and I'm just like, dude, <laughs> what? Like I get Fucking, if somebody they do that gets wherever here, they go, so yeah. they can get, get the locals aggro. We stop making fun of me. This is the thing in Canada. There's healthcare, so someone in my hometown they will fucking stomp you out yeah. in front of a donut shop and because there's no the hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they'll say sorry, yeah. drag you down the street to St. Joseph's. Yeah, well, there. This is you said Texas is like your Canada, but with guns. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's why I like it here, is because it's like. It can escalate, but it, nothing means nothing until someone gets shot, and I you know. can count on that. Yeah, and now they mean nothing because they're dead. <laughs> no, look, I've See? stood in blood on Sixth Street. Mm. I, look, I don't. I'm not. I've stood in horse shit on Sixth Street. Oh, there was a young lady that rubbed horse shit on her face. She's trying to steal Street. my shine. Can you explain? It's the quick explanation of what Sixth Street is. 
Sixth Street is a collection of fucking sleazy, crazy, creative, uh, fun, the worst night of your life. It could go any way that you want it to go, you know? But uh, it is a lot of bars. It is a lot of partying. It's a lot of bachelorette parties. It's a lot of frat guys. It's a lot of sorority girls. You go on the other side of 35... That's the bars that the bands hang out. That's, you know, it, it, you just got to pick your spots. And no, it's like gangs in New York. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Isn't it, it no, very distinct lanes? If you go to the side of six where there's like Hotel Vegas and all, that's where I like to go. Everyone dresses different. And whenever you walk corner. to the other side of 35, yeah. it just gets uh, cr- like crazier and crazier the further you yeah. go. And uh, that's what's so funny about these comedy clubs like Sunset Strip, Mothership, uh, Roscoe's, all these bars are downtown now. We used to only have like. One bar, Velveeta was the only place. Yeah. And then there was like maybe a billiard bar that there's a mic, but that doesn't go. It was just like Velv. And that's the only reason for me as a comedian to go down there. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, I'm thrown into the uh, fratastic uh, fucking, I get punched in the face by one you're of these crazy white life. guys. Yeah. Yeah, you're risking just, your life. And I'm just, and I will. And I'll just like, I'll walk to all these clubs and it is cool. It is cool to, if you have multiple gigs in a night and all that, but Sixth Street's crazy. But once you live here long enough, You'll find your gems that are not on Sixth Street, yeah. that are closer to your neighborhood. And Sixth it's Street awesome is like the that. shit stain of Austin. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's cool if you're into shit stains, which I mean, which is it's fucking look at first of all, those bars are fucking packed. Yes. They block yeah. off the street for two blocks, three blocks, mm-hmm. and it goes Mardi Gras Thursday. Friday, Saturday. The cops sit at either end on horseback and wait for... They must be laughing. See, that's how... When I moved out here in 2011, I grew up out here. There were those early years, and throughout the years, I just go party, drink with my friends, have a good time. But almost now, got me drinking again after seven years. Because Sixth Street was so inviting. I was like, I, I think I got another running it that's why it's dangerous now i have to uh put my because i might just have a gig at sunset or something the next thing you know i'm partying crazy at the coyote ugly yeah. didn't see that happening yeah <laughs> and you wouldn't go in there any other time but now yeah. you're there and, and uh, like you know i even feel old as fuck being down there that's why i go to the bars yeah. i like where comics are in be or people because like i was at a bar with a buddy who was out of town this weekend and i would never be at this bar but we were just walking around and i was like oh the freshman college class is definitely here right now because i feel old as shit we gotta go and they're 30 deep yeah yeah what does that mean <laughs> so now you got 30 drunk kids that are horny oh, yeah. and aggro yeah and then the locals just shoot them yeah yeah you know it's like seal clubbing if you get somebody that's shooting their mouth off and yeah. wild on sixth street someone's gonna spank you oh dude it's so true like after two the dudes who did not get laid are out looking for a fight yeah you know that that totally is real i think and the homeless CK people here will keep you in check yeah you're pissing around dude. i almost ran over one today and he stared me down like yeah it was my fault yeah. and he was like illegally he's jaywalking <laughs> he just looked at me like waiting for me to just say something so he could come to my car spit in your window yeah yeah i should have ran his ass over dude <laughs> mm. that's the that's the name of your album i should have ran his ass over <laughs> also bombs real hard <laughs> keeps putting out stinkers with helium records why is he doing this to helium <laughs> well we got to record some stuff in the summer like like some jackass stuff yeah, we should do. My name's we'll- Chris Tellers, and this is the Pearl River Plunge. And just, my name comes up and fades out. No, we just push like a grocery cart full of like dudes, our friends, dudes, <laughs> passed out yeah. and zip tied. We call it Jackass New Generation, and we're like old as fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the. I don't know what was it. The first two movies were fine. 
Uh, yeah, man. I I mean, I liked up to 3D. Like that one was good. Uh, but I remember in if you, I don't know if you saw those in theaters when they barely dropped, but that was the way to do it. Yeah, I loved I love nothing more than a packed theater. Great comedy comes out and the whole place is laughing the whole time. Yeah, you know, I got Jackass is one of those movies that pop up. Like Dumb that. and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber, Home Alone. Yeah, Ace Ventura. Yeah, and Nutty Professors up there. I remember that one crushed in theaters. Fairly Brothers movies. Yes, I think yes. all of them. I don't oh think they God. have a lemon in there. Was it something about Mary? Yeah, me, myself, and I. Yeah. Dude, I recently saw. I know <laughs> this is out of nowhere. His son, he's got like three black kids. Yeah, and the, the jargon on. The, oh, dude, that they're huge. So they're over. Yeah, one of those yeah. are so overweight. Sure yeah. are, those are not your sons. Yeah, dude. I don't even. Do those guys make movies anymore? Fairly Brothers. They oh, were fucking fuck. on fire in the nineties. We sound old. Old as school. Shit. They did old school. No, that wasn't uh, him. Yeah, that it was. wasn't them. It was that other guy who did. He did the Joker movie recently. What's that guy's name? Todd Phillips. He did old school. No, he cameoed it. You know, he cameos in all his movies and says Are like a dirty sure? line. When they knock on the door, he opens. It, he goes, "Yeah, I'm here for the gangbang." That's Todd Phillips. Yeah, he cameos in all his movies and Rose. Did he direct it? I think so. Yeah, it was not a Fairly Brothers movie. I want the people to be like, "Yeah, Chris okay, is right," but they can't. I was with. <laughs> The cinematographer uh -huh. for the Fairley Brothers uh -huh. for for old school, which uh -huh. I assumed it was a Fairy Fairley Brothers movie. No, he's a liar if he told you that. <laughs> no, but he I might have misunderstood him because yeah. he'd done all the Fairley Brothers movies except two. Oh, oh scanners he didn't do. Okay, I hope that uh, you are right though. I know I'm right, but I really hope this comes back. <laughs> but the yeah, there was a. Uh, because that was the first time I went to L.A. is when oh, yeah. they were shooting. I always thought school. it was Chris Farley and his other brother directing these movies. The, Kevin the Farley? The Farley brothers. Yeah, yeah. They did that movie? No. No, I know who the Farley brothers are. I, dude, I'll tell you, I recently watched No Country for Old Men all these years later. I've never seen it. Dude, you're going to love it. Really? I saw it. I saw it when it came out in theaters, yeah. and I was just like just too dumb to really have patience i liked it but then i was like ugh and but now i watched it okay. like last week i've seen it twice i'm okay. like, like recently i'm like this is like one of the best movies ever check that one out fairly check out check fairly out, brothers uh, <laughs> horror movie called sadness i i would probably like it it's fucking insane <laughs> i already i already like the title it's insane yeah. insanely sad it's probably as far as horror films go, it's probably in my top ten right now. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's bumped out some hard. It's fucking wild. You're gonna have to. I'll, I'll I'll try to remember. You're gonna have to message me this. I show. brought a date and she yelled at me after the movie premiere because it was so fucked up. That, Why like, did you think I would enjoy that? Yeah, does she not know who she's dating? They she's never like, do. do you, have you ever just popped on the notebook for a date? You and I take, <laughs> I finger my ass and then I write a heart on their on their um, diary. Hey, love stinks. That's what you <laughs> diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> you got shows coming. You're like up? we were together for seven months. Uh, let's see. When, uh, well, I always just say um, no. No, I was kidding. Yeah, I um, tell people just go to my Instagram. Hi, Chris Tellers. If you click the link in the bio, it has all my shows. I do a show called Shit's Golden, which is the first Monday of every month. Spider House. Spider House yeah. Ballroom. Yeah, Great yeah. Room. Yeah, you Very come back nice. anytime. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. will be back. Yeah, just uh, message me. You can always drop it. It's nice. It's a, it's a peach of a venue. Yeah, and it's like funny because it's like you have all the uh, basically a Joe Rogan, Kill Tony audience 
there in downtown, right? That's great. But over here, Different, it's like a lot yeah. of college kids that go to UT. Yeah. They, uh, they just come in here because they could just walk to it. And it's like a fun audience. It looks like a Especially for you. They're audience. like, who is this awful band? Well, they were all <laughs> academic rejects. Yeah, but yeah. They know I'm a reject. So there was some relatable, but we were yeah. different animals. Yeah. We, they, you were at a, you were in a zoo for sure because they were looking they they loved yeah, you but they were yeah. just like like you're you're used to that 